So technically today, the triggering actually has already begun as I was, oh, I fell foul of a significant uh, double triggering uh, this morning whilst walking Long Dog uh, down on the seafront. The initial triggering uh, came from, you'll know, I I find it very difficult. I I find it very hard actually, and it really, it really does get to me. You know, it 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 does you know trigger my anxiety. The upside down house on Brighton Seafront. Oh, fucking hell! For you, for those of you that don't know or are new to the show, on Brighton Seafront, there's a house, but it's upside down. Oh, 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 yeah. It looks like a normal house, yeah, but it's upside down on the seafront as a tourist attraction. And you, and you can pay money to go in it and all the furniture's on the ceiling. <laughs> and fucking slack-jawed, childless millennials go in there paying five pounds a pop to take selfies and Instagram pictures in there. <laughs> It's like I'm upside down. Or am I? Or is the house upside down? Oh, who knows? Post them on Snapchat or TikTok or Weibo. And I find that personally very, very upsetting, very triggering. They, there's, no, there's no safe space I can go to nearby, by which I mean a pub. There isn't one for easily 100 metres and that's too far. I I really think that if they if they want to have these these sort of sinful things, these palaces of sin, they should have them at least next door to a pub so that you know the easily triggered the snow snowflakes like myself, you know, they can you know run screaming and crying into a pub into the open arms of the landlord who will then pour them a delicious pint of lager top. But then the double triggering, the double triggering occurred because Cytrance dad, or actually, I think it might have been Cytrance dad's dad, was next to it, giving it all the fucking Tai Chi bollocks. He was wearing cargo trousers... Full length, full fucking length, sandals, and a dress shirt. He's on my, they're on my Instagram story. Instagram.com slash high ranking. Go there and witness the pure fucking horror of the two next to each other. Cytrance granddad. Corporate Cytrance granddad. Because he's clearly about to go to work for a fucking insurance company. Weaving it around, the legs all going like that. He's going. Oh, oh. He looks like he's. Have anyone seen the OA? Yeah, he looks like he's doing that fucking dance. All of that. Yeah, no music. Just the sunlight reflecting off the ocean. Just the cosmic rays of the universe. The cosmic rays of energy going straight into his third eye, charging up his chakras disgusting people shouldn't be allowed to charge their chakras in public i don't even know what it means 
if anything, I could probably, I could probably do with mine being mucked out. You know, take my chakras in for a once over. I'm cleaned inside and out, polished, deloused. Get all the fucking muck pumped in there every day by Lab Bible and the Metro. Uh, all the remnants of Hamill articles, of Jake Massey articles, of Hartley Parkinson, all burnt, scorched into my chakras like black tar. Oh, you could use that stuff. It's very spicy. Very, very spicy. Black as the devil's arsehole and twice as spicy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's that's the triggering that I've experienced so far today. It's been a painful experience, and I've only amplified it by sharing it with you lot. And well done for suffering through it. Uh, maybe there'll be an update of Psytrance Grandad tomorrow. I sort of hope not, though. I mean, oh God, I look, I appreciate I made the decision to live in Hove. No one made that decision for me. I chose to live in one of the most woolly, hippy, dippy, loopy, lefty, liberal parts of the planet, really. I mean, where else is worse? San Francisco? You know, a few other spots in in California. Uh, You know, I've made my bed, and I'm lying in it, but not with good grace. You know, I... (laughs) What am I going to be like when I'm 50? Am I just going to be one of those old... I mean, I'll be old before my time. I'll look about 75, I think, when I'm 50. You know, the the years at the rave face have not been kind to me. Every pinger ages you an additional five minutes. It's like like what they used to say about cigarettes, that every cigarette takes five, five minutes off your life. I sure hope so. But I'll be there. I'll look like a mole man from The Simpsons, I'll have a stick and I'll just be trying to hit. It'd be a th- like one of those thought be gone sticks. Just hitting them all as they go past. They'll be there in their yoga pants. Just, oh God, just, I don't know. Pouring plant-based milk all over themselves while they earn a small fortune writhing around together on TikTok. I don't know. Guys, look, it's... What day is it today? What day is it even today? Thursday. What kind of coffee and memes? Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing 30, Slugger. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and... That's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm and or YouTube. Um, your boy, uh, D, is saying that he's seen one of these upside-down houses in Bournemouth. Uh, it was purple. Yep, cut from the same cloth. Fucking hate it. Right. Um, guys, <laughs> um, listen, yeah, news biscuits for you today. Um, judge under fire for saying murder trial was making him horny. <laughs> 
Murder trials are pretty sexy. I think that's something we could all agree on. Um, but I will say, if you are a judge, perhaps keeping it in your pants just during the trial, maybe sneak off to the toilet midway through. So I'm afraid we have to adjourn as um, I must go to the lavatory and then just go and furiously beat one out. But, I mean, really, mid-case. Anyway, we can get into that. Uh, in unsurprising news, Mia Khalifa downs a pint at football match in under 10 seconds. That's pretty decent. Um, yeah, she's, that's some techers. That is some techers. Um, Elyon News, uh, Jeff Parsons taking the reins on this one. Wow, I bet Hammer was gutted. Elon Musk backtracks over his infamous pedo guy tweet. No, Elyon! Come on! You don't... Don't go down the rankings of ultimate shitlord. You must remain king of the shitlords. Elon Musk has backtracked over his use of the term pedo guy in a tweet aimed at a British diver last year. The billionaire boss of SpaceX and Tesla is facing a defamation lawsuit over his use of the term, which he insists was not meant to be an accusation of pedophilia. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, in a court filing, uh, lawyers for Musk uh, argued the term is actually just a common insult from his childhood in South Africa. Um, by referring to Mr. Unsworth as pedo guy, I did not intend to convey any facts that imply Mr. Unsworth has engaged in acts of pedophilia. Like, he did also accuse him of having a child bride. <laughs> Why are you going back on it? I mean, come on. Be that guy is a common insult used in South Africa when I was growing up. Oh, no, hold on. This is Elon speaking, isn't it? Oh, no, that's the lawyer. Um, it is synonymous with creepy old man, and it is used to insult a person's appearance and demeanour, not to accuse the person of actual pedophilia. So, look, let's just take a look at the facts here. Look, I'm obviously on Elon's side here, but I'd also, like, I don't agree with him trying to wriggle it his way out. Like, no, that, it, that, pedo guy doesn't necessarily mean pedophile. Like, the, the context of this is when them kids got stuck in a cave in Thailand, be, different people were going on about different ways to potentially get them out. Elon suggests a mini submarine that he says that they could build. I even think they actually built one. And they, not only that, but they did things like, they put a sound system in here. And um, there was some English diver over in uh, South Africa who was helping them. I think he even was the one that actually saved them. And anyway, Elon was just shitposting about him on Twitter and called him pedo guy. <laughs> okay, pedo guy. The original tweets are, are wild. Um, and then there was some sort of a backlash, but then Elon said something like, um, I bet you a signed dollar he's got a child bride. <laughs> um, there, there, oh, he's deleted the tweets. Oh, oh no, deleting the initial accusation. Uh, anyway, um, the cause of the tweet, uh, was, uh, Vernon Unsworth criticism of Musk's plan to build a submarine. That would help rescue a group of Thai boys uh, who became trapped in the Tham Luang cave complex in northern Thailand in 2018. Musk responded in a vehement Twitter spat that resulted in Unsworth's lawsuit. In September last year, lawyers for Mr. Unsworth uh, released the following statement. Elon Musk can tweet his vindictive and vicious lie about 
Unsworth a hundred times, and it will still be a lie. Well, thinks the lady doth protest too much. Uh, after, deleting, after deleting the initial accusation and tweeting an apology, Mr. Musk has continued to republish his false and unsupportable accusation. His conduct demonstrates that his recklessness is intentional and designed to harm Mr. Unsworth. Um... I want you to prove that it's not true. <laughs> Following on from the tweets, Musk reportedly hired a private investigator to look into Unsworth's life in Thailand. <laughs> reportedly. The billionaire's lawyers said that, this was, uh, that it was the findings from this PI that spurred Musk into using the term in subsequent tweets. Uh, the investigator reported that Mr. Unsworth was a fixture at a Pattaya be- at, in Pattaya Beach. Oh, <laughs> is it now? Uh, yes, I've heard about Pattaya Beach um, in Thailand, uh, a locale notorious for prostitution and trial tra- child trafficking, uh, and that he had a taste for young Thai girls, uh, that he whoremongered. This is a quote. Wow, this is from Musk. Lo- fucking hell, they've gone hard on this guy. Um, all right, this is from Musk's lawyers. Um, let's just take this for one from the T.O.P. The investigator reported that Mr. Unsworth was a fixture at Pattaya Beach, Thailand, a locale notorious for prostitution and child trafficking, that he had a taste for young Thai girls, that he whoremongered his way through the uh, that he whoremongered his way through the go-go bars of Thailand, that his only friends were sex pats, uh, peers, and that he married his Thai wife when she was a teenager after starting a relationship when she was a young girl. Reads the statements from Musk's lawyers. Fucking hell. British-born Unsworth shares his home in Thailand with his 40-year-old wife and completely denies these allegations. His wife, uh, Warren uh, Warren uh, Ratrawipuken, spoke to local media to also deny the allegations. She told the Thai news website Coconuts, uh, the news about him being married to a 12-year-old child is laughable. Vern is a kind person. He really has an argument with anyone, and everybody loves Vern. Uh, we've spent our life together for seven years. He's a good man and such a gentleman. Uh, he thinks of others before himself. Blah, 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 blah. Defo, not a pedo. Hashtag honest. Elon Musk is still continuing to challenge the defamation lawsuit, and the trial is currently set for December the 2nd, 2019. Wow. I, um, yeah, that's an unexpected twist. I didn't expect them to, like, right, Elon's like, yep, get a PI. Get over there. Find out if he's a pedo. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to backtrack. Yep. No. See if, he's, see if he's fucking kids. Yep. That's Is it? Oh, Pattaya Beach. Yep. Okay. Notorious hotspot. Yep. How did you know that, Elian? No, don't. Just heard about it. Uh, read about it online. Yep. Seen, seen, some, seen some tweets. Seen some tweets. Well, that's quite a development. Um, oh, miracle dog missing part of his brain is happiest boy in the world. Oh, look at him. Yeah, he don't look like the smartest, but, you know, he... He looks keen. God bless him. Oh, good boy. Oh, oh, what? Oh, adorable. He's called me. He got little glasses on. Wow, what a good boy. Um, what's happened here? An Australian cattle dog born with parts of his brain missing, a deformed skull, and a distinctive underbite. I want him. Has uh been described by his owner as a miracle. Jennifer Osborne, 26, found Moose. Oh, he's called Moose. Oh. Um, 
uh, Moose 3 in a pet store in 2016 and decided to take him home amid fears that he might be put down or abandoned. Uh, although now an advocate for adopting, she discovered the distinctive-looking uh, puppy uh, had several health complications that emerged when he was six months old. She said, I'm thankful I got him rather than someone who would have abandoned him or put him down. We believe Moose was born this way. <laughs> we know that Moose's nose uh, was pushed into his skull, which caused the underbite, crooked nose, deformed skull, deformed brain and eye issues, probably while he was still in the womb. Duh. Oh, look at him. Moose suffers from seasonal allergies and has cherry eye, a condition that causes his tear ducts to protrude from his eyelid. Oh, Jennifer from Ohio says he's also been having convulsive seizures. Oh, uh, no, but now he has medication to keep them at bay. Good. He continued. The effect, uh, the body and the brain. They affect the body and the brain and left his whole body twitching and him frothing at the mouth. At worst, he had three in 30 hours. Poor boy! Ah. He's been on a low dose of something or other that has kept grand mal seizures away since he started the medication. But he has continued to have focal seizures, partial seizures, every so often, and they can last hours. Poor boy! Oh, he's very sweet. Very, very sweet. Oh! Oh! Yeah, I mean, he he's not going to win Brain of Breton anytime soon. Um... Uh, but God bless him! What a, what a sweet boy! He's gorgeous, and so are his furry siblings. Says Sandra Davies. Uh, Ruth North Jones chimes in with, "What a beautiful dog is Moose! Totally gorgeous, and his siblings stunning. I can't believe that Elon is now trying to destroy a man's life." Wow. Okay, yeah, that's taking a bit of a taking a bit of a turn, guys. Look, let's talk shoe throwers. That's what we're here for. We've got a few bits to get through. This TC remix of Conrank. That's up for grabs. Uh, Going to play logistics again because of reasons. And yeah, I, I mean, yeah, well, look, let's just start with logistics and we'll move on from there. Oh, look at all the pre-record banter in the chat. What a bunch of tough guys. Hold on, what's been going on? text band.
here's the miracle dog. say that black dog on the right has a look on his face like this fucking guy next to me man waveforms by logistics he's a good boy he's a very good boy um not as good a boy as miracle dog um moose but a good boy all the same oh dear justin trudeau done an oopsie oopsie justin trudeau brown face picture emerges from 2001 yearbook they're usually from much further ago than than that well here's justin trudeau the king of social justice um the uh, the king of all things, uh, all things lefty and progressive. Um, here's him having blacked up uh, to play a genie, um, play Aladdin. Uh, so this is uh, as being referred to as brownface. But uh, there's another, uh, another one of him, uh, him, him, him full, fully blacking up. Um, he's very sorry though. Look, look how sorry he is. I'm sorry, I did an oopsie. I'm so sorry. Can we use the term people kind instead of mankind? Oh dear Trudeau, Trudeau done the noopsie. Um, yeah. Anyway, in more <laughs> exciting news, Mia Khalifa downs a pint at a football match in under 10 seconds. Right, let's have a look at this. Here she goes. This is a former porn actress, uh, Mia Khalifa. I'm more disappointed in that than I am in Justin Trudeau. That was just that. That I could do it in that. That. <sighs> Listen, I could I could down that 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 pint like that. That was just very fast swallowing. 
No, that's not the open gullet deep throat pint downing technique that I feel we were promised. I, there was certainly alluded to that that was going to be that was that was going to be the shtick. Look, you would expect that someone with the record, should we say, with the f- previous form of um, sucking dick, would 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 be able to, you know, open it and get it all. I'm, pff, pff, Jesus, I could down a pint quicker than hers. I could probably suck a dick better as well. Just putting that out there, guys. Anyway, we'll we'll move on. Um, probably worth covering this. I don't know uh, whether or not anybody's especially interested or not, but it probably is worth a mention. Deadly flu outbreak could spread in 36 hours and kill 80 million people, experts warn. Um, so I don't, don't want to spend too much time on this um, as I do have a uh, thing about dating apps. Um, but it could take just 36 hours for an airborne illness to travel around the world and kill 80 million people, experts have warned. Oh, okay, so there's not a particular... This is such bollocks. Um, I mean, you could say anything with could. Like, so there's no particular outbreak now. Just like, well, if there was an outbreak, uh, potentially could spread quite fast, 36 hours maybe, uh, uh, kill a lot of people. How many people? Could. Could kill 80 million. Could. Right. Will it? Don't know. What virus is it? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Oh, don't know. Don't know any viruses. Just thinking it could happen. Right. Anyway, um, it could take just 36 hours for an airborne illness to travel around the world and kill 80 million people. Experts have warned. Current efforts to prepare for a deadly outbreak are grossly inefficient. A new report by the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. Wow. That rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Hello. John here from the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. How prepared are you? Not very, actually, to be honest. Oh, dear. Right, well, you're out. Um, it's revealed. Instead, a future pandemic similar to the Spanish flu uh, could spread faster than ever before due to modern advances in international travel, document said. Uh, entitled, A World at Risk, um, or AWA, for sure. Uh, the report states the threat of a pandemic spreading around the globe is a real one. A quick-moving pathogen has the potential to kill tens of millions of people, disrupt economies, and destabilise national security. Um, a report said, um, "And would we be, would we be more at risk in the event of a no-deal Brexit? Could be. Okay, that's good enough for me." Uh, a report said some governments and agencies uh, had made efforts to prepare for deadly disease after the devastating Ebola outbreak left over ten thousand people dead between two thousand and fourteen and two thousand and sixteen. Um, that's a lot. That that it, that really does pale in significance compared to eighty million dead in thirty six hours. They're, they're not really comparable. Uh, however, it said those efforts were grossly insufficient, adding the world leaders had ignored many of the recommendations made in an earlier report. It said many of the recommendations reviewed were poorly implemented or not implemented at all, and a serious and serious gaps persist. For too long, we have allowed a cycle of panic and neglect when it comes to a pandemic. We ramp up efforts when there's a serious threat and quickly forget about them when the threat subsides. Well, people who make money out of uh, preparing for stuff would say this, wouldn't they? I mean, what are they called? The Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. 
they're not they're, they're going to be doing themselves out of a, out of a job if they came out with a report that went should be fine we'll come back to you again in 10 years yeah you're looking good guys yeah they're obviously because look i don't know what i'm talking about here all i'm saying is it's worth looking into you know it's worth thinking about you know follow the money where's the paper trail yeah where's this leading you know who's financing this is there any black money involved you know any any dark funds you know what i mean like a little little dark money fund from from delta force or wherever it's coming from cia fbi the Mossad. who knows where's it coming from you know what what what's you know the global preparedness industrial complex clearly going to be creaming creaming pound note out of this just worth thinking about, isn't it? I mean, has anyone ever died? Ever? Think about it. Yeah? From anything. Well, you're gonna you're you're out there telling me people are dying now. That's the thing, is it? I've seen it in films, sure, we've all seen it in films and on the telly, heard about it, but eighty million seems unlikely. Um the report added that the threat of a rapidly moving, highly lethal pandemic of a respiratory pathogen very real could kill between 50 million and 80 million people and wipe out nearly five percent of the world's economy it said all your extinction rebellion lot will be pretty happy about this um as i mentioned a few weeks back i bumped into a guy i know um who claims to be very high up in extinction rebellion which as i mentioned is an odd thing to say for a supposedly decentralized organization um but he 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 i don't know i don't i personally i don't think he's got the balls for it but he says he would like to get something into the water supply that would uh, cause everybody to become infertile. Uh, like the plot of the Channel 4 program, uh, what's it called? Utopia. Good program. Would recommend. Um, anyway, so that's a nice thing, isn't it, to work towards? Uh, so they, this lot would, would surely, they, wouldn't they be helping it along? Um, <laughs> just imagine, uh, hey, Matt here from Extinction Rebellion. Um this whole situation, um, uh, great to meet you, Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. Where, where, where would you say is the least prepared, and um, what, what, and what would be the sort of what would be the most, you know, what would be the best way to get them? Sorry, what do you mean best way to get them? I, I mean, um, what would what's the most likely sort of uh, flu or, or bug? What, what would get them? Oh, I guess probably some sort of. Um, some sort of influenza, uh, maybe you know a swine flu or a bird flu or, or that sort of SARS. I think. Okay, and where would I? Where would I get one of these? I'm sorry, I, I beg your pardon. Oh no, no, nothing. Anyway, give 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 me all your literature. Just you got a leaflet or something. Um, it continued. A global pandemic on that scale would be catastrophic, creating widespread havoc, havoc, instability, and insecurity. The world is not prepared. Many national health systems, particularly in poorer countries, would collapse as a result. Research said global map showing a list of possible illnesses uh, that could spark an outbreak including ebola zika and nipah viruses which are all described as newly emerging wow they're the new kids on the block are they the up-and-comers yeah them little hitters also listed measles yellow fever dengue fever the plague and human monkeypox as re-emerging and resurging wow comeback tour from the plague yeah it's a thing um, there's some other thing in it's either in LA or San Francisco because there are now so many rats there because of how badly the city's being run. 
um, that a load of sort of rat-based disease, oldy worldy medieval rat-based diseases are, are, are back on the rise. Bit of fun, isn't it? So put the cat amongst the pigeons, in a way. So these, uh, what have we got here? Oh, look, so this is this is your sort of um, cheat sheet, I guess, for people looking to um, really significantly lower the world's population. We've got an Ebola, drug-resistant malaria, diphtheria, typhoid, lots of different influencers with less catchy names, actually. Um, H7N9, H10NA, certainly less catchy than the Black Death. Anthrax, bioterrorism, right, yeah. Um, wow, yeah. Acute, flaccid, something or other, can't read that. Dengue fever, Zika, yellow fever, cholera. All your big hitters there, all your big names. You know, it's a hell of a, it's going to be a hell of a world tour. You know, make sure you get the T-shirt of that with the lineup on the back. Um, West Nile virus, Entrovirus D sixty eight, Heartland virus. Oh, lovely stuff! Well, all your favies in there, guys. All your favies. Uh, let's have this TC remix of Drum in Time by Conrank. Good times. The new app broadcasts live. Imagine that. It's not done yet. Don't get your hopes up. It's a little little conflab on email yesterday. Got a bit naughty. Got a bit naughty. Soon, guys. Soon. <laughs> Yeah, Extinction Rebellion started the anti-vax movement. Look into it. 
Someone has gone round. There's been a lot of Extinction Rebellion posters for some sort of event in Brighton, and someone has gone round and written Nazi. Nazis on a lot of them. It's a bit, fu- bit fun to see how that plays out. a nice bit. It's got a bit of oldie worldy TC feel to it. I like it. God, more pre-record conspiracies. Right, Benage, you're in the hole for 300 seconds. That's it. I'm, I will not put up with this. Uh, Drum in Time by Conrank TC Remixes on Circus God bless them God bless Robin Hood Uh, Singer 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 Moby (laughs) Okay Um, Yeah He's not a singer Stuart Perry (laughs) Fucking moron Singer Moby Just got a Vegan for life Tattooed on his neck as if uh, Moby could not get any more insufferable. <sighs> I, it might be fun to run down the list of horrendous things that Moby has done over the years. Maybe I need to prepare that. Um, recently, uh, spending a long time in an interview going on about how he was absolutely fucking gutted that he's not gay. <laughs> really just, like, beside himself. He tried, wasn't working... Just couldn't, just, he's really pissed off about it. Weird. Uh, There was a time he tried to convince everyone in Shag Natalie Portman. That was odd. Uh, He spent a good bit of time on some very far left websites, uh, getting people to commit false flags, uh, which is where you go and pretend to be uh, sort of your enemies and commit crimes in their name. So they get the blame. Uh, That's been now known as doing a Moby. Um, Obviously, he's had a lot of uh, stick for um, basically ripping off the old gospel singers that he sampled uh, for all his uh, for his best tunes. Um, not 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 <laughs> paying them properly. Anyway, so now maybe he's got vegan for life uh, tattooed on him. Um, 
Vegan activism has been going on for several years now, with millions around the world deciding to take up the meat and dairy-free lifestyle. Okay, enough of the preamble. Blah, 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 blah. Vegan for Life has been inked into the porcelain singer. Did he? Right, okay. Neck. Uh, to let the world... He didn't sing on porcelain. Right, I might, I might be wrong here. I might be wrong here. Let uh, Moby Porcelain vocals. Oh, vocal sample. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> he did not sing the vocal on porcelain. Um, where, oh, I've lost it now. Oh. Uh, co-workers discover enormous knick-knack in packet bought from vending machine. That is a big knick-knack. Uh, I will be honest. That that wow. Anyway, um, all right, let's just go with it. Writing on Instagram, uh, where he debuted the new look, maybe said, "I've been a vegan for almost thirty-two years." Yep, it looks like it. And so, getting this tattoo seemed like a pretty safe bet. Um, get something like racism bad on the other on the one. Go like really. Just, like, something that no one could disagree with. But really, like, you know, really proud. Like, you know, like, children should be healthy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well done, you, buddy. You're, wow. Great. Also, working for animal rights and animal liberation is my life's work. Nah. Your life's work's being a dick, mate. Um, and to state the obvious, it's a double entendre. Thank you. What does that mean? I don't understand any of that. We're still trying to work out what the double entendre is. Yeah, right? <laughs> Look, if someone is learned and informed, the Stuart Perry from Lab Bible can't even work it out. Who knows? Um, is the EFL that lines up in the design tattoo? Double V. Anyway. Maybe, uh, oh, all right, maybe the double entendre is insinuating that because he's not killing animals for food, that's the life, and the vegan is for the life. Anyway, he's still a dick. Um, listen, I don't care that he's vegan. I don't care that anyone's vegan. I'm not, I'm obviously, it's not for me, but, like, go ahead. But, I mean, it, my problem is with Moby. <laughs> In this instance, the problem's not with the vegans. Fine. The, you know, my problem <laughs> is with this fucking creep. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, guys, look, let's move on from Moby. He's very triggering. Uh, what did, What was that about the massive knick-knack? That's more, much more important. <laughs> Co-workers discover enormous knick-knack in packet brought from vending machine. Yes! Ah, oh, our boy Tom Wood. It's been a while. Hey, I tell you who we haven't seen in ages. Rob Wah, the Nightmare Angel of the Expressways. Don't tell me he's quit the Metro. Don't tell me. Please, come on, let's uh, let's let's Google him up. Rob Wah. Yeah, journalist. Rob Wah. Um, he's on Twitter. The cockwomble of all journalists. Uh, he's quite his his Twitter bio, Twitter bio, Twitter bio. Um, he's got a hundred one thousand nine hundred and thirteen followers. That's one thousand nine hundred and thirteen more than me. Uh, oh, like you know, someone is an A grade prick when their Twitter bio is a quote about them from people who don't like them. 
<laughs> Here's what the haters say. Uh, I believe Owen Jones has one of those. The cockwomble of all journalists. Quote, quote from a reader. <laughs> anyway, uh, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't say um, he's too busy being a smart ass to um, oh he's writing for event magazine uh, he's writing for the Daily Mail now okay guys Rob War has gone to the Daily Mail by the looks of it uh, oh no the Guardian he's God, he gets about a bit he's a real real journo slag although when are these from oh no these are recent uh, he's got a confusing sorry I should have this up my apologies guys. Um, what's Rob Wah here? I don't. I just. Uh, I just. Who even is he? Um, I just. Whoa, I. Uh, 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 anyway, Rob Wah, Rob Wah is reviewing radios. It seems for the Daily Mail, and compiling list of the best films of the 21st century for The Guardian. Uh, or was this in 2013? Uh, yeah, no, no, this is... Is it? Why? This is shit fucking radio, man. This really is bad. Just me trying to see what a journalist I don't like is up to. It doesn't say he's written this. Maybe he's just... You know, you know what? Fuck it. Let's all go home. Let's look, guys. Take the rest of the day off. It's on me. Yeah, just put down your pens, put down your tools, take off your work gloves, take off your workplace codpiece. You know, remove your company butt plug. Yeah, take off your workplace Crocs, put down your knives, put down your guns, put down your guns, man. Down your guns. Put down your AR 15s. You're taking the rest of the day off. Uncle Rankin says you've earned it. Listening to this fucking tripe every morning. God knows you've earned a day off every now and again. So go into your boss's office. Go in there. Kiss him roughly on the lips. Then slap him around the face. Tell him he's a brute. Then kiss him again. You know, really mixed signals we're going with here. Really very mixed signals. Then slap him with the other hand, call him a brute again. Okay? Then undo his top button and say, listen, baby boy, Uncle Rankin, the feathery king, he says, rest of the day off. He'll be like, wow. Well, if the feathery king said that, who am I? Who am I to challenge his authority? Then slap him one more time Kiss him with tongues. Fucking go down the pub, man. Go down the pub. The rest of the day's on ranking. Yeah? And when you get into that pub, go up to the landlord, kiss him roughly on the lips, slap him, then knee him in the balls and say, pint the best, please, landlord. This one's on ranking. Uh, presumably, you'll know where to send the bill. Uh, if he doesn't, if he calls the police immediately and you get arrested for it, don't the the this one's on ranking thing doesn't doesn't actually work legally there's no sort of legal recompense from uh from that is that a word i don't know there's no like you can't like when you have your one phone call don't phone me christ uh, i mean i'm not in the business of giving out my number but don't like 
you know, don't try and contact me. You know, I have no, you know, no control over British common law. So just be aware of that. But um, anyway, the rest of the afternoon's on me. Just get out there, do what you got to do. Paint your face different colours, maybe not black. Um, don't do a Trudeau. Don't do the Trudeau. Trudeau, Trudeau. Don't do the Trudeau. Just, you know, paint yourself all different colours, naked, paint paint your wang, go out there and just slang. Just slang dick. Sling your gigantic misshapen hog around town for the rest of the day. Get drunk. Like, get drunk in a place you wouldn't expect to get drunk. Like, find somewhere that, like, for example, find a cinema that sells booze. There about, there's the Duke of York in Brighton. Go there and just get fucking drunk in the cafe bit that sells booze. Don't see a film. Don't buy a ticket for anything. Um, just be like, oh, is the bar open? Yeah, yeah, bar's open. Yeah, you can get a drink before the film. And just sit there and just down pints, Mia Khalifa style. Just hoof down the delicious, delicious lagery goodness. Until you're absolutely smashed. Naked as the day you were born. Painted with the blood of your enemies. Just getting it done. Anyway, so that's my suggestion for the rest of the day, people. But otherwise, if you if you if you just don't have the time, let's have oh, let's have um Alright, look, let's have Cry Baby by Emperor again. Lovely bit. Potential for shoe thrower of the week. Although I will say that mean teeth bit is very good.
Your boy Big Ollie. He's claiming he's in Australia. Do not believe the lies that fall from his forked tongue. He's heel hooking for Jesus. He's doing his best. God bless you, baby boy. Thinking of a little mission over to Australia, beginning of next year, next spring perhaps. Might put that one out to promoters. Have Uncle Rankin, the feathery king, come and throw shoes at your, at your bar mitzvah or your, I don't know, at your local watering hole. fun to go and check and see if it really is real. That's Crybaby by Emperor. It's a lovely tasty bit. I'm just posted in the comment on the in the chat of the YouTube video a a fun article uh, about the um, eco-fascist elements of Extinction Rebellion. (laughs) Bit fun. yeah, have, have have a read on that one. There's there's there's, there's a few problems there, should we say? Um, not not with the you know not with the idea of we should save the environment. Sure, we should, but you know maybe maybe let's not poison the water supply. Yeah, we'll perhaps not poison the water supply. What have we got? Facebook. Uh, oh, we've only got four minutes to show left. Christ, good bloody god. Um, no time for Facebook moderators speak out about vetting ninety percent sexual private chats. Show me these private chats. Show me show me how sexual they are. I want to see. I want to see how sexual they are. Guys, um, listen. Yeah, I'll be back at 3 o'clock for Rankin's Records. And I'm going to go down the road to... Um, Christ, what's it called? Um, RK Bass. Brighton's, I think now, only drum and bass record shop. Unless I'm missing something, Re- pro- proper one, like a real one, uh, and basically buy every noisy record that I don't have, that they have. Obviously, I can't buy noisy records they don't have. And we'll just play as many noisy tunes as I can fit into the hour. I just thinking about it, I mean, and we can't fucking play. Well, I guess we could we could kill the YouTube and then just play it on the on the radio stream. The fucking Messiah remix, yeah. Noisy Remix of Messiah, one of the best remixes ever made. Get your video pulled. So, that's the thing. Anyway, look guys, uh, it's, we've, we've come to the end of the show. And, and that's fine. I think you've had more than enough. You fucking, you've had enough, mate. Look, take the rest of the day off. It's on Uncle Rankin. Paint yourself in the blood of your enemies. And go and get drunk in a bookshop cafe. Uh, do it. Guys, um, look. Thank you to everyone that is supporting on the Patreon. You are keeping this show on the road. You're keeping this train on the tracks. Without you, I could not do it. Um, guys, thank you. It's Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Musson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Con Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, John Finnison. Sorry, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchard, Lawson, Goof Cooper, Gendy Lightfield, James Parry, Hannah Bartender, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, Guy with no STDs. 
MZMC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby, Tico, Kashima, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope. Dark Progressive, Sidetrans, Statue, Superior, Drum and Bass, Chris Breaks, The Bill, Chris Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D. Jenner, Jeffrey Flesses, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dave Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw. Uh, Cosmic Wolf, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Muffs, Eltec, Will Lay, Bambago, Dan Tweed, Lupe Salazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, uh, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Lushmere, Benish, Dren Marche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, PSN, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, and Lee and Adoyevis. Guys, I'll see you at three o'clock, yeah? Just, you know... Shine your shoes, tuck your shirt in, pull your socks up, pipe down, put your foot in the door, your nose, ear to the ground, nose to the grindstone. Ascend the dominance hierarchy. Um, lobsters. Guys, see you at three. Goodbye.